Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, genius high school students with spiky hair, primate high schoolers with ambitions of might, a romance that spans over 3,000 years, weird phenomena, and making clothes out of leaves. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 304, Kingdom of Science vs. Empire of Might. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Mong Reviews, some podcasts and varying reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. This is your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Yes, we are back for another fun-filled episode of the Spark and Mong Review, and if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Sparkin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connecting enhanced narratives, be it a manga, a video game, a movie, a comic, TV show, convention, whatever, and we tell you the pros and cons about it. How the art style is, the characters are, the overarching plot, the just general layout of the manga or the book, and we tell you if it's worth investing your time or not. Now, you don't agree with anything that I or my co-hosts say, but we try to be informative, educational, entertaining, enlightening, and most importantly, non-biased. Even though it doesn't happen every single time, but we do try our best to be that awesome. Now, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Tumblr, Facebook, Twitch, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, PSN, and Nintendo Online Store. If you want to look for us, you'll find us somewhere. Just type in Spirekin. That's S-P-I-R-A-K-N. You'll find us. Also, uh, you can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, not Z-A-N, at Spirekin.com, or just Spirekin at gmail.com if you want to be cool about that. So... Now that all that's out of the way, how you guys doing? Hope you guys are doing pretty good. We've been doing all right. We've been just reassessing, rebuilding, and we're getting back to that point where we wanted to be at. And now we're going to be at that point. We're going to be doing as much as we can to get as much content to you, the loyal fans, as we can. We're going to be pushing as much as we can. So tell us what you think and tell your friends about us because we try to be as awesome as we can. I know I'm saying can so much. So if you are playing the drinking game, drink every time we say can. But... I digress. So, if you remember from the last episode of the Spark and Mong Review, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga! It did turn on to us that we were reviewing a very interesting manga. One which was pretty unique because it was written by two, not one, but two different former Spark and Manga Review reviewees. So, we reviewed mangas from both these individuals. And it's kind of cool. The first one is this was written by Richiro Inagaki, who in episode 275 reviewed his awesome sports manga, iShield 21. So you have the plot and awesomeness that he created, but that's combined with an illustrator, a unique illustrator, a manga illustrator, someone who we reviewed back in episode 254. I'm talking about the creator of Hotel Since AD 2079, and also Sun Rock Go, uh, Boichi. So you have the merging of manga and manga to create a new series. And this one's pretty diverse and has an interesting premise. But it was published by Shuisha. More importantly, Shonen Jump. This is a Shonen Jump title, so that means it is a little popular. Just a tiny bit. It's released over here by Viz Media. The cool thing is that we found out about this release all the way back in at Anime Boston 2018 where they revealed the release of this manga so that's i'm a little excited about that now it's a shonen series obviously originally ran 2017 to now it's still coming out there are eight volumes there's an anime series coming out july 2019 and the one pv that they have the promotional video looks pretty badass i'm actually really in 
intrigued to see how this is going to go. And it's an adventure sci-fi series. And the series we're talking about is Dr. Stone. I know, weird. Dr. Stone. Now, I know you're wondering, is this a medical drama? No. Is this an adventure story? Yes. Is this something having to do with any type of medicine at all? Well, kind of. The whole premise of this series is our main character, Tanju Oki, is this guy who's just a regular, average, humdum, regular kid who is in love with a girl in his school. He's in love with Yasuhiro Ogawa. She's the most beautiful girl in his class. He loves her. He cares about her. And he wants to tell her that he's in, that he adores her. That he wants to be with her. That she should be his. And he's going to go for this. And he tells his best friend, this guy named Senku, this weird, really eccentric, smart guy, that he's going to tell him. And Senku is all for it. He's like, I want you to be happy. You can do it. And when he goes to tell her, he loves her. He goes outside, and then suddenly there's a huge flash. And every single person on the planet Earth, not the animals, the people, are affected by a strange phenomena. They all begin to grow stone over their body, almost a stone casing. It's an, a weird armor, if you could say, that covers their entire body. And this flashing light that causes it, everyone's petrified immediately. And that's the end. No. As everyone's petrified, Tanju, his last thought is, oh my god, what's going to happen? I got to talk to Ogawa. I got to protect her. I got to protect her. I got to protect her. And that becomes his running thought for years. But it's keeping him sane. It's not making him stupid. He just He's running through this thought over and over and over again. And he's thinking about it. And he's, he's keeping him sane. And then one day, he opens his eyes. He's no longer in a city. He's surrounded by wilderness. But he's awake, and the stones are flaking off of him. Almost all of it, but some pieces aren't working 100%, but most of the stone flakes off him, and he's doing a lot better. And he's now surrounded by trees, rocks, and more importantly, they're statues. Just statues of people he knew, people in... The present day costumes or, you know, like modern day clothes, but they're just, they're petrified. It seems like it's been years. But, as he explores, he discovers he's not the only person left alive. No. His best friend is alive. Taiju is okay that with this because, hey, Senku's a smart guy. He can figure out what's going on. So Senku, his best friend is still alive and this is a science obsessed genius who he's been keeping himself sane for the last x amount of years by counting he's been counting seconds since he froze and according to him it has been three thousand seven hundred and give or take 17 years so it is currently october 5th 5738. They have been frozen for 3,000 years, and to be honest with you, the fact that Senku counted that long, that's really fucking impressive. But they're now in the now, and they're going to save the day. They're going to fix things, and Senku's been up and running for a couple of months. He woke up a couple months ago, and actually he admits later on that he actually woke up 
Taiju because he wanted a friend. He wanted his friend back, and he wanted to make sure he was okay. And he's willing to help him out. They're going to find a cure. They're going to find a way to save everybody. And the first person that he's going to save for his friend is Yazuriha. So that's kind of cool. He's actually saying, I want to get you the love of your life, and I'm going to use her to make you happy. It's kind of almost that Rick and Morty opening where he's like, you know the world's going to end, Morty, but you know what? I'm going to get that girl you like, and then you two will be together. But we're not going to do anything, but I'll just watch, you know? It's kind of like that. Like, kind of skeezy, but he decides he's going to do this to save the day. And they're going to discover, use their their knowledge. Like, he's going to use his science to save the day. And then I have to admit that uh, Tenju, he's not very smart. He's kind of dumb as a rock. But he's a hard worker and he's pretty athletic. So he's able to do the grunt work for Senku. So Senku does all the smart stuff and then Taiju does all the really clever things. And the crazy thing is that Taiju actually made his own clothes. He made his own clothes, made his own items, and he's been experimenting. He's discovered this thing that he's created. He calls it Nital or Dr. Stone. It's a creosive acid made from, uh, well... Let's just say bat guano and uh, liquid from a from a petrified rock and then some alcohol. And this liquid, nitol, destroys the stone casing that's petrified at anybody. So anybody who's splashed with this, eventually they will break out of their shell and they'll be perfectly fine or close to it. I mean, the areas that aren't petrified, they're so petrified. Like everyone has a piece that they connect. Like uh, Senku has on the back of his skull like a little chunk of the rock left. So it's a little weird, but... Again, I digress. So, they're going to do this. They're going to save the day. They make enough of this liquid for one person. And something happens. Not good. Turns out that, since there are no humans around, the animals from the zoos escaped. Obviously, they need to get food, so they ate. They they ended up repopulating, and it's been 3,000 years. So, as this is a jungle, a lot of animals have spread around. And when you have tigers coming to kill you, you're kind of worried. So what can Taiju and Senku do? They have to do something. There has to be some way they can save the day. Uh, so they say, you know what? Uh, we have this liquid. We were going to use it for Uzuriha, but instead, well, hey, who's that over there? They see a statue of this guy, Sukasa Shishio. Yes, Shishio. So obviously he's he maybe the bad guy. Shishio is... A student that was known as the strongest primate high schooler. This super strong, buff, crazy guy who's like just like manly, you'd say. He's just like, ugh. like he's a primate, he's strong. He's essentially like the row of high school. So they wake him up using the liquid and he saves them and they explain what happened. And at first, this guy seems on board with what they're saying. You know, they're going to get this girl, they're going to work to free everybody because. Senku wants to make sure everybody's awake. He wants to make an an empire of science where everything is working well. Civilization back to the way it was. And he's going to try to jumpstart as fast as he can doing everything he can move forward. From the Stone Age where they're at now all the way to the Modern Age. Even when he has to build a cell phone, he's going to work so hard to do it all. That's what he's going to do. He's going to keep working at it till he gets everything safe. One problem... Shishio doesn't see it that way. Uh, one night, he walks away from the group and sees another adult. 
and this adult reminds him of when he was a kid one time an incident occurred when this adult was really mean to him almost abusive to him and he has figured out the plan what he's gonna do is he's gonna get the liquid and use this liquid that Shinku made to fix the people that he wants so people that he cares about or that he wants will be part of his empire and people who aren't worthy well he smashes their statues so you have a fight between Senku who wants the the kingdom of science versus Shishio the man who wants the empire of might and this is our conflict you have these two groups working at each other and fighting each other and what's going on with all them who's gonna win is brain better than brawn or is brawn gonna win over brain that's what you have to see now before we get any further there's one thing I'd like to mention some people are gonna say oh what about the whole issue with a girl being used as a reward well let's be honest that user Riha is not just a typical damsel in distress she's actually a pretty badass character who she except one she does accept uh, Taiju's love because she actually had a crush on him the entire time and was so happy that he was there for him. But she gives a shit about him and she's actually someone who's got a great heart and she is not helpless. She comes up with ideas. She works hard and even though there's a little bit of a, a time jump, she does do a lot. There's other characters that are really in, intriguing and engaging. Some of the survivors from the past, like one, is a traitor because they are willing to sell it all away. For J-pop music. They think that a J-pop star is alive, so they will do whatever they can to, to meet this J-pop star, and that is their deal. Some of the other secondary characters are unique, like the fact that the scientist of the uh, one of the tribes is considered a magician because science is magic. But again, any science that's more than anyone can understand is magic to the uh, primitive society. So yeah, I know I misquoted that, but whatever. It's an engaging cast, and... Overall, well, I don't, I, that's all I can really say about the cast. The cast is engaging. You have some fun characters. The main three is the main focus, though, is those three characters. And then it goes off to some of the other side characters. And, well, I think that's all I can say about the characters, right? Yeah. So let's get to the next part, which is most important. And I've got to say, it's really engaging to see where it goes. Because it does go completely balls to the wall crazy. Especially where it gets to the point of, you think he's dead, someone's dead, but they're not dead. So they have to fake their death. And then they find other people. And then you find that there's other humans who survived. And these humans have, well, they've created their own little caveman society. So Senku is going to join them and create the civilization of science by teaching them science and it gets into points of them showing actually how to do these different things like making an electromagnet or making a kiln or better yet making gunpowder which is his one that's the one thing that is the one advantage that uh, Senku has over Shishio is he knows how to make gunpowder and weapons and that's kind of a little bit threatening because yeah I may be weak but I could kill things with my brain so, and that's the part which is interesting, is that Shishio first doesn't want to defeat Senku. He wants to join Senku. He wants Senku to join him in his plan to save the world, to be a world of might. 
But Senku can't do that. He wants to save everybody, and Shishio can't compute that. So it is this huge... It's the plot of the story. And who will win? Well, we're going to have to wait and see, but I got to admit, I'm engaged by it and intrigued by it. The art style is a little weird at first because it is a manhwa style, but once you get used to it, you really start enjoying it and you love seeing all the weird images and all the craziness and also the spiky hair you get used to totally. Also, seeing the pretty boy of Shishio. Well, it's kind of interesting to see a villain who's so handsome and, well, he's unique for a design, I've got to say. So as I've said, there are eight volumes right now, and um, we've gotten two so far. And I can't wait to see where this show goes. Well, not show, this manga goes, because damn, 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 damn. I didn't think I'd like it as much as I did. I thought it was going to be kind of... Bleh. Especially because the way the series starts off is you think that uh, Oki, uh, Taiju, is the main character. You think he's the main character, and then it's like, no, the main character is the side character. So that was a nice twist on it, because it's first, oh, Taiju's going to be our, our hero, and it's like, no, he's just the brute muscle that helps out the hero. And then you have the brooder, stronger muscle, who's just really evil. And then from there it goes... Bah. So, the fact that it's really easy to read, it's enjoyable, and it's a really good shonen series that is does do something very different. I mean, at first you thought, oh, it's going to be another school manga. Then, no, it's not. It's going to be uh, uh, people displaced in another world. But I love the caveman aspect and also the focus on science even though it is a little overbearing and kind of implausible at times so with that in mind um i'm gonna have to give this our you know what i'm gonna give it our second highest rating borrow from a friend and don't return unless offered pocky because it is very dynamic it is cool i did find some of the sciencey aspects a little overbearing and kind of just out of left field also, there's some leaps in logic that are just kind of weird. But it is enjoyable, and it's very science-y, and it is like a series I would want to own. So definitely check it out. It's pretty cool. You can get it at Barnes & Noble as they sell it. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all I could say about this manga. It's worth checking out, definitely. It The only thing, like I said, that one little aspect of where they go kind of weird with the science, and it just it bugs me a little bit, it's... That's the only thing, and it's a stupid nitpick of mine. But I think everyone else will be really, really, really fucking cool, and you really enjoy it. Definitely get it. Definitely check it out. You can find it on Amazon. Read it. Enjoy it. Spread it. Love it. So, uh, remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. You can email me personally, zanspirekin.com. We're on, like I said, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Tumblr, Facebook, Twitch, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Music. PSN Network, and uh, of course the Nintendo Online if you want to play me in any cool video games. But, let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. And what part am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The Manga! 
Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on. What I'm going to do is I'm going to spin that one that only the Wheel of Manga, and whatever number it lands on, that's reviewing the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 305. And I'm excited because we got some good series on this. We have some sports manga. We have some zombie manga. We have a couple of etchy manga. Well, actually, let's be honest, it's porn. But, uh, and we have some that are just completely random out there. So let's spin and see what we're going to review, shall we? pretty good spin so number five and let's see number five is gonna be okay so it's a, a manga which has a very strange name called D live wonder what that's about is it about D-man hmm, I don't know but we're gonna have to wait and see I think it's a sports manga -y, but we're gonna see so anyway thank you guys for listening to this episode I hope you guys enjoy uh, this is Hosean saying I'm Gonsville catch you guys next time and read more manga. Sorry, I gotta stand there. Tell me a